You're listening to The Journey Podcast. This podcast is part of a larger series called Topics, where we discuss relevant cultural and theological issues. The format of this series is more conversation-centered and will often include guest contributors. We hope this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Journey Podcast. Man, we are excited for this one, just like we are every time we record one of these podcasts, but especially today, we're excited. We are a little bit sad, maybe, but mostly excited. Um, And so just to kind of explain what we're going to talk about today, um, before we jump into it so you're not confused, today, uh, we're doing a podcast with some familiar voices for you guys. Um, So we have Becca, my wonderful wife, is here, and then also Deborah, um, who is not my wife, but she's a very good friend. That's right. <laughs> um, and so we, this this trio here, um, is just so much fun, and we love talking together. We love hanging out. Um, but today we are going to talk about. Um, our past at the journey and kind of what that has looked like um, and what we're doing going forward. Because if you have not heard or have not talked to us, um, the three of us will be moving away from Lubbock. Um, Deb, you're moving in August as well, right? Yeah. Um, And so Becca and I are moving on August 8th, which we'll talk more about that later. And Deb, what day are you headed out? I am actually heading out... It's going to be late July, honestly. It's okay. going to be around like July 30th, 31st, August, okay. just around that, those, that those some, yeah. Yeah, that time period. Days. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into a little bit later what um, what we're all doing and why we're going and everything like that. But first, we just kind of want to look back on our time at the journey and maybe even just give encouragement to people who are in the journey um, and, and just kind of share with you guys a little bit of our experience and, man, why we love the journey so much, why we love Southcrest so much, um, and why we love you guys so much. Um, but before we do that, really quickly, we're going to share about how we all kind of started working at Southcrest. So I'll share first really quick, um, and then Becca will, and then Deb will. But I became uh, an intern at The Journey, gosh, it was like two years ago now, um, and I had just gotten back from living overseas, working with a missions organization, and was really looking uh, to work in like a church setting, and got the opportunity um, after talking with Brandon to uh, become an intern, and did that, and then after a year of that, I came on full-time last summer, um, so it's been um, a little over a year since I became uh, full time, um, man, and that's that's kind of how I got involved. Um, Becca, yes. Yeah, so I, the summer after my freshman year of college, had lived in Haiti for a few months and came back um, and actually talked to Brandon and Julia right before Welcome Week about coming on as an intern, and so started then. Um, man, it's been quite a special journey. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I started working with the journey. It was spring semester of my sophomore year. Um, and really, it was something that Brandon like kind of approached and talked to me about. Um, and so that was just kind of exciting because I didn't even know. I just I didn't think that that was like possible. Like I, I, I had a heart for ministry. I loved serving. And even at that time, before I was working on staff, I just wanted to be intentional with people. And so it's even cool that he kind of recognized in that he recognized that in me and gave me kind of a platform and, and an opportunity to uh, explore that more. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we, um, I think Becca, I think you've been here the longest and then Deb came shortly after you as an intern. And then 
Jonathan. Shout out to our boy Jonathan who could him. not be here today. Jonathan, if you're listening, we miss you and we love you. Um, Jonathan was one of the other people that was on our team, one of the other interns, and he is actually back home, so he couldn't uh, be here to to hang out and to do this podcast with us. Um, but it would have been really fun if he was here. Um, but yeah, so I and and then I I came along at the end of that. Um, but let's let's go ahead and jump into a couple of these questions. So if you had to pick one highlight from your time at the journey, what would it be and why? Or if you can't just pick one, you can give us a small highlight reel. Yeah, I'll share. Um we actually Deb and I got to process this with Cole. Zachary was also there, <laughs> so I didn't want to cut him out of that. Shut up. Um but we had our girls' night a few weeks ago um, that Deb and I hosted for all the girls in the journey, all the princesses in the yes. journey, and um, we like watched <laughs> Princess Diaries and ate pancakes and wore pajamas, and it was really just so sweet. And um, something that like Deb and I really have had a heart for is just like disintegrating some cliques that naturally form in the church. Um, and it was really beautiful and felt like almost closure that Deb and I were like cleaning stuff up in the kitchen and looked out in the living room and all of the like 25 girls that were there were sitting crisscross applesauce, eating pancakes and just laughing and enjoying um, being around each other. And yeah. freshmen, um, people from out of town even, it was just a really diverse group of girls. And um, just to see like that kind of unity in our church that yeah. Deb and I have really been fighting for for yeah. the past three years um, was really special. So mm-hmm. that would probably be one of my highlights. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, one of my highlights would be, and this is something I was really sitting and pondering in, um, would be, honestly, I think our prayer night and Sugar Brown, mm-hmm. um, or even our first prayer night before that, those two, especially the Sugar Browns one was yeah. Man, so special and so amazing because just having young people come together and pray and the fact that we literally like sold out, like like we were full and sugar. Like if we had any more people, I don't know how we would have done it. And so that was just so special because it's like you would think, oh, college kids wouldn't want to come together and like pray over something like that or even just be part of that. But it's cool because that was like a vision prayer night. That's and right. one of the things we prayed for was our new journey pastor. And yeah. so even seeing God answer that prayer and come through, like it shows us like God does answer prayer, but it was just such a special and just sweet time of community. And so that was definitely one of my favorite moments. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, I have a lot of favorite moments, um, but I would, I would have to say if I could sum it up just in like one category of favorite moments, it was any time that we did something that got students and young adults like out of their comfort zone. So anytime we went to Fall Retreat, anytime yeah. we went on a trip, whether it was yeah. to Vancouver or to Dallas um, or Houston or whatever, on the passion trips to Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, all these places, like making students break their uh, comfort bubble mm-hmm. and even people who were going on these trips and they were the only one from their friend group that was going. And so they had to kind of um, be a little bit uncomfortable and reach Mm -hmm. out to new people and make new friends and find new community. Um, And so I always loved going on trips like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I, yeah, I, I really do think that that was one of my highlights and one of my favorite things was just being able to see young people like break out of this, um, this social bubble that they had where they had, you know, their 10 or 15 close friends that came to church with them. Um, but instead of that, they had to kind of find community um, and other people on these trips. Um, and so those are definitely some of my favorite highlights of working with the journey and working with Southcrest. Um but to kind of piggyback off of that highlight, so like what is um, one of the funniest or craziest or weirdest or just like silly stories that you can think of that's happened over the past couple of years? And by story, it doesn't have to be like this like mm-hmm. three or four minute long thing. It can just be something that happened that is always has stuck with you. Um, one of mine that I just thought of is, so Brandon Hayes has this, horrid tiger suit that he wore um, for a Bruno Mars costume, I think. It's pretty ugly. He actually preached in it um, on Sunday, so he's kept it around. Anyway, um, but Jonathan taught him how to drop it low. Oh my God. That's good, yeah. It was pretty funny to see Brandon try to do that with all his chains. And And he ends up to low, he says, That's right. Just like that. That's pretty good. Or Jonathan, man, yeah, he's such a character. He also, I walked into one of our meetings one day. Actually, this happened twice. And I had just gotten back from a run and, like, didn't have time to shower. And I walk in and he's like, so, Becca, tell me about your hair. (laughs) So he really didn't appreciate that, I guess. (laughs) Dev, what about you? Um, I definitely think, man, some of my favorite moments were during our team meetings because, like, everyone is just so goofy and fun. Yeah. And then putting, like, Brandon and Jonathan together, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. We would have so many laughs. We'd, like, go off so many tangents, and it was amazing. So I definitely loved our team meetings and all the laughs we had. Yeah. Um, I also really loved um, my Connect Group sophomore year, the group that I led, leading that with JT. That was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we're both really extra. And so, like, our group <laughs> had true. a lot of fun. And then lie. we would just have tons of laughs um, in Connect Group. And so those are some of my my favorite moments for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, man, again, so many. Uh, but as you guys can tell, there's a lot that revolve around Jonathan. So it's really <laughs> unfortunate that he couldn't be here um, just to, to be part of this. Uh, but, man... So many. My my. Let's see. I'll so I'll share one that doesn't revolve only around Jonathan, but Brandon. Um, <laughs> and so, Brandon, I always give him a hard time that he can justify like any like any purchase that he makes. Oh, I needed to buy that because it does this and blah 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 whatever. He'll he'll justify anything that he purchases. And so when we went to Vancouver, not this past December, but the December before that, um, we went to go work with some campus ministries up there, um, and uh, it was an awesome time. That that's one of the back to the last question. That's one of the highlights of of working with the journey. It was just super sweet mm-hmm. time getting to see people do ministry mm-hmm. and um, getting to see people leave their comfort. Um, But whenever we got to the airport um, and we, you know, unloaded the plane, there was, I don't know, it was was like 20 of us. I think um, yeah, maybe somewhere around that. 15. And so we we had rented two cars. Um, we had rented two minivans to drive around that week so we wouldn't have to get public transportation and stuff like that. And so we're waiting out in the parking garage for Julia and Brandon to come back out with the keys to the minivan. We were going to go jump in them and 
and leave and everything. And we come out and Julia's just like shaking her head and we're like, what happened? And Julia's like, Brandon got an upgrade. <laughs> um, and so we're walking to the cars and I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, it's just, it's a little bit bigger. We'll have more storage space for all the people's bags and stuff. And we'll be able to fit more people and all this stuff when we get there. And he had update or upgraded um, to like a platinum, <laughs> like, uh, well, it wasn't an it was, it was, it was oh. like a yeah, platinum Cadillac, like SUV or something like that. And we were like, dang, Brandon, rolling in style. It had like a big, like, sunroof and like heated seats and everything and it ended up actually having less storage space than <laughs> the minivan did the and minivan. less seats than the minivan did um but man that was that that always would have stick with me and um it was it was so funny just <laughs> brandon just being able to say justify it and then he was like well dang it it actually doesn't have more storage um but it was but cool. We, we, we cool. rode around in style that week for sure, um, which was which was really fun. Uh, gosh, man, there there are so many so many that I could think of. Um, even like Becca coming in, like one of the things that she talked about with Jonathan, she came into a meeting one day. She was wearing uh, elephant pants. If you don't know what that is, like they're like the big baggy pants that are like really comfortable. They're flowy, and, cute. Yeah. And Jonathan trendy. looked at her and said, Becca, tell me about those pants. <laughs> and uh, he loved he, roasting me. <laughs> he just, yeah, Jonathan said anything that was on his mind at all times. Um, so that was always fun as well. Uh, but just getting to spend a lot of time together, um, that has always been one really like comforting and mm. encouraging, but also always really funny, um, yeah. and just silly times and crazy times. Um, but yeah, so now to the sad part of recognizing that we're all leaving, um, in the next, uh, couple of weeks. And so now that we know that we're leaving, we know a date, we know uh, kind of what's happening in the future, how would you encourage the folks who are still here at the journey, um, whether they're incoming freshmen or whether they're young adults, like whether they're going to be here for another year or for four more years, um, how would you encourage them to make the best of this season of their life and to get the most out of it here at the journey at Southcrest in Lubbock? Deb, do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, dang, throw me under the bus. Let's see what I can finesse real quick. Um, oh, I can go if you need to finesse more. No, no, it's it's okay. <laughs> I think one thing that really comes to mind is knowing that this is a season of learning. Like, yeah. most of y'all are away from your homes for the first time. You're away from your family. You're away from your community. You're away from what you're used to. Um, and so giving yourself that grace and that space to really learn and to grow, um, honestly trying different things yeah. um, because you don't know what you're meant or not meant to do if you don't try different things to kind of figure it out. Yeah. And so like when I started college, I wanted to go like fully the psychology route. Um, and I, I, I knew I was like, mm, maybe I'll throw ministry in there. Um, and then by the end of it, just different things I had done, like working in a research lab and other things kind of made me realize like, and having worked with the journey for so long, it just seemed clear that God wanted me to go like full time the ministry route. And so, but I wouldn't have known if I didn't like get involved in different things and mm -hmm. give myself just the space and the and the grace to really know like, hey, I'm learning and I'm growing. And something else I would love to encourage y'all in is that this is a season where you're going to grow so much. Like yeah. my me, the person I am now, I'm so different than who I was when I first started college. And yeah. I think it's so beautiful. And you don't even realize it until like you know, you're senior, you've graduated and you're like, wow, I've grown so much. And so I think also being open 
um, just to the ways that God's going to grow you and God's going to stretch you because it's not going to be like all like rainbows and lollipops all the time. Like it's going to be hard. Like growing is a painful experience, but man, it's so worth it and it's so rewarding. And so um, I know something I really grew in was just like learning to be honest with God because I think yeah especially if you're raised in the church you're just like oh I'm supposed to have this facade on like I'm supposed to just pretend to be perfect all the time Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times we take that into our relationship with the Lord and we're not honest with him and I mean he sees our hearts like he knows everything he knows when we're struggling and so why not just be honest like he can handle it like the Mm -hmm. iconic song bigger than I thought he really can and God values our honesty more than our perfection Mm quote-unquote and so I think that's something I'd really encourage y'all in is just give yourself the space to grow and just kind of be open to maybe new directions that God may be wanting to take you in yeah um I can think of two things um that are kind of challenges I guess more than encouragement but sometimes challenges are encouraging (laughs) and encourage us in the right direction Mm -hmm. Uh, my first is take a mental health day like Mm -hmm. I I learned that I, one, was not going to be perfect in my classes. So not that there was no point in me trying, but there was more value in me um, spending time getting healthy mentally and just like in my soul than it was for me to stay up an extra three hours to study for an exam um, really late at night. And so like one way that I kind of saw that happen in my life is um, I mean, yes, I did skip a class or two um, to have some mental health days. <laughs> hey, but I still graduated with an engineering degree, yes, so ma'am. you can do it. <laughs> um, but even just like spending time outside, yeah. uh, maybe you have an 8 a.m. and, mm-hmm. you know, you're just not quite up for it today because mm-hmm. you're um, you're anxious. You um, just have like some stuff that you're walking through. It's OK mm-hmm. to to skip that class and yeah. go on a walk and hash things out with God Um yeah. So that's my first encouragement is that you don't have to go, go, go all the time and it's okay to rest. It's Mm -hmm. actually biblical um, to spend time resting and to step away from the busyness. Um, And that's something I really wish that I had learned sooner. And that's something that Zachary has taught me a lot about. Um, Mm -hmm. Now I go to bed before 11 p.m. and it's beautiful. (laughs) So um, that's one thing. Uh, My second thing is that as... Um, a Christian, so, and especially if you have been raised in the church, um, I didn't have that experience, but I know a lot of friends that did. Um, you're going to come into college, or maybe that's already where you're at, and you feel lonely. Um, you're going to have to initiate a little bit. Um, yeah. I know that the Christian culture is like to love everybody and to seek out everybody, but it's hard to do that whenever there are 250 of us. Yeah. And so if you come to the journey and you feel like nobody is talking to you and um, maybe that's hurting your self-worth a little bit, like, man, like no one wants to know me. No one mm-hmm. wants to spend time with me. Then I encourage you to go and find somebody mm-hmm. like introduce yourself to someone. This is yeah. a safe place. Um, and I learned a lot my freshman year, kind of like what Deb said, that you kind of got to step out and take a risk and try new things. Um, and so if you're a little introverted and that kind of scares you, then I just want to encourage you with you can do it. it you yeah. really can. Um, and initiating conversation with someone, reaching out, um, asking for help. I Man, 
also, you're not alone in that. I've had so many girls um, that have asked to meet up with me because they feel lonely and don't know how to kind of get a foothold and meeting new girls and meeting new people um, to make friends with. And so one, you're not alone in that. But two, reach out to someone um, because you're not meant to do this college experience alone. It's really hard um, to do that alone. I kind of figured that out, too. And um, there's so much value and beauty in doing stuff with community. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, for me, if I could encourage you guys, um, is just not like, ah, don't hold on to anything really firmly, right? Mm, I was trying to figure yeah. out the words there. That's why I said, ah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, don't don't hold on to anything with such a tight grip that mm. it rips up your hands when it gets taken from yeah, you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, that's good. I mean, just hold things with open hands. And that's something that I think over the past um, like six years of my life, I've just really, really worked on um, mm-hmm. is just trying to hold things with open hands that um, just because something is good and something is working well mm-hmm. and something is um, even glorifying to God, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's what God has for you ultimately. Because um, yeah. even like like what Deb said is she had this idea of psychology and she was going to do all of this awesome stuff with that. None of that was bad, yeah. but yeah. God's plan for her looks a little bit different, which you're, you'll hear yeah. about here in just a minute. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, neither option was bad, but that doesn't mean that, that God uh, doesn't have something for you. Right. And so, mm. man, don't, don't have your fists so clenched tight around what you yeah. think you need to do. Um, but really walk with open hands and, and be prepared for your plans to change. <laughs> Everybody jokes about switching majors. I did it three times. Um, yeah, it's a big joke, but that's so serious. It's, yeah. it's a legit thing that like, man, if you are so hung up and firmly gripped on your major um mm. and you're like refusing to change it even though you maybe feel led to and that's that's not a good thing even mm. if your major's not bad yeah. um but if god's calling you to something else be willing to take that step of faith mm. and just to to walk out on that water and figure out um and sometimes man maybe you'll fall into the water maybe yeah. you'll slip up and maybe that's not what you thought it was going to be maybe that's not where god was calling you to and that's okay that you messed up, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't make uh, those efforts, yeah. that you shouldn't take the risk, right? That you shouldn't um, be willing to live, right? That's what we're here, man. Uh, or that's why we're here, man. Like live, live a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I think, what I would encourage you guys for. And what, yeah, what's cool about that is that it doesn't only involve being in college. Um, that's mm. at any age if you're listening to this. Yeah. doesn't matter how old you are. Mm. I would also add to that. In order to do what you're talking about, like you have to spend time with the Lord and um, not just time praying and like not time praying, talking, I mean, Mm. like, but you also have to spend some time listening, um, which is really kind of a hard concept to understand because Mm. it doesn't always sound like an audible voice. Like, I mean, us talking to each other, Um, but spending time asking God to help change your heart. Mm. Um, one verse that I have prayed a lot in that area is Ezekiel 36, 26. Mm. Um, just that like God would change my firm heart of stone, kind of like what Zachary was saying, like having clenched fists, um, to a heart of flesh that beats for him. Mm. Um, and so whenever you consistently, not just one time, consistently Mm. pray to God that he would change your heart to look more like his, Mm. what Zachary is talking about is possible. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And even kind of going off of that before we 
kind of move on to the next question. I feel like a lot of times people get discouraged in this area because it's like God isn't responding to me. Like mm. God isn't answering to me. And something that I've learned and I've been learning recently is that sometimes God's response or God answers through closed doors or he yeah, answers through good. times of having us be still yeah. and just be patient and listen for him to tell us what's next. And so to kind of encourage you with the whole like, well, if I let go, then like what's going to happen? Like try different things like closed doors are a sure way that god is like pointing you in a different direction but allowing him to do that is better than not allowing him to do that and just kind of staying in the same place yeah that's good yeah unfortunately for the sake of time we're just going to move on to this last question really quick um but yeah so this is where we get to share a little bit about where we're going what the next season of our lives will look like um and then how each and every single one of you guys can be praying for us and how we're going to be praying for you guys. So, uh, Deb, do you want to go first and kind of fill everybody in um, with, <laughs> with the details that you want to share um, yeah. about what's coming up next? Yeah, absolutely. So for a lot of y'all, since, since I haven't really seen a lot of you guys since like all the COVID stuff happened, the last time we had a conversation, I was going to go to grad school to get my master's in counseling. And long story short, God just really redirected me. And these past few months have just been me kind of like struggling and just surrendering what I wanted for my life and what I thought was supposed to be of my life for what God wanted. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to be going to seminary. I'm going to DBU Woo! and I'm getting my DBU? master's in theology. Uh, oh, DBU? my God. Every uh. time they do this every time. Oh, my goodness. Um, but yeah, it was something that I struggled with. I had a lot of insecurities about, especially being a female. Like, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but what it looks like to be like a female in ministry. And it's like, everyone has their opinions. And so I had a lot of insecurity surrendering to that. Cause I'm like, well, I mean, females don't really go to seminary. Like I can just do like the easy route of just like counseling and not that that's bad because part of being in ministry, like you counsel people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's still something that's important. But I felt like for this season, that was the next step God wanted for me. And I do still really love psychology. Like in the future, I do still want to get like my master's in counseling and kind of add that on. But yeah, full-time ministry, I'm surrendering to the call, which is kind of scary to say. (laughs) And it's like overwhelming, but yeah, I want to teach the gospel. I want to come alongside people and just love on them. And so, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell. So I'm going to be moving out to Dallas by the end of this month, which is kind of crazy. And so, um, yeah, I think ways that y'all can be praying for me is just for God to have all the details come together for this next season, because there are just still a lot of loose ends that I'm trying to figure out. And it's been a really long and just tiring season because it's been like a year of me trying to figure out what it was that God wanted me to do next. Yeah. And so just really having God come through with all the details. And I know that this is the next step that he wants for me. And so really just trusting him in that because I still have days where I struggle and like, God, are you sure? Like, <laughs> are you sure about that? But God is sure. And so, um, yeah, just praying for me in this next season. I mean, if y'all think of me at any time, please send me like a text or like a word of encouragement. Like, yeah. hey, Deb, this is something that we see in you and we're excited for just anything like that, honestly, would be really just encouraging and affirming for me. So mm-hmm. I think I answered everything. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and Deb, just to encourage you too, sorry, I can't look at you because the mic is <laughs> faced a different direction, but um, just to encourage you, I really do think that you are going to be like an earth shaker at DBU and mm-hmm. like that's going to be a really special mission field um, that you're going to tap into in a really special way because of um, just your boldness and your your bright personality and even the fact that you're a black woman, like <laughs> yes. I'm just excited for that, um, that you Thank are going to bring a diverse um, presence and personality and yeah. a different love for the Lord than maybe some of the people that go to school there. So yeah. I'm really excited for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sweet. So Rebecca, you want to share a little bit about what we're going to be doing starting in August? Yes. So Zachary and I are going to be working with a ministry called Bella Goose, which is a coffee shop um, that helps coach up and um, chain or sorry, train vulnerable women um, specifically in the sex trafficking industry so that they can have um, sustainable jobs that are more healthy for their families. And so we'll be moving in August, um, August 8th, which is wild. That's like whenever y'all listen to this, that'll be less than a month away. Um, and so we'll be moving to Wisconsin in August for training. And then um, a little after Christmas, we'll be moving to Thailand. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing. And uh, specific ways that I can think that we would need prayer for are just support raising. Um, we really are so blessed. Um, we're at 60% support raised right now, and that is honestly astounding, um, considering that we just started support raising in March. So super thankful for that and just prayers for that. And also, um, that's something that, or not support raising, but moving um, is something I've just been kind of anxious about because I really have felt at home here in Lubbock. And Um, even in Texas and in the States. And the idea of moving to a totally different country and having to rebuild community is something that I'm pretty scared of. So um, vulnerability check, (laughs) that is what I need prayer for. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, I mean, Becca just told you what we were doing. Uh, So yeah, we're really excited. Um, Like she said, we'll be in Wisconsin for a couple of months. um, And then we'll be off to Thailand around the new year. Um, so we're really excited, but yeah, I just pray for us as we, um, start training up in Wisconsin, uh, for all of that. And we just kind of prepare ourselves and get ready and continue, um, to work through support raising. Like Becca said, we're 60% support raised, which is awesome. Um, we'd love to be a hundred percent support raised by the time we move in August. Um, so just keep on praying for that. We, we would greatly appreciate that. And yeah. Um, I think I can speak for us all that we all love you guys a lot um, and that we're praying for you guys. Um, we're praying for this ministry. We're excited for the next season of this of this ministry, of the journey, um, that uh, it's going to flourish and that God is going to do great and mighty things through you guys and through the staff and through um, everybody that is volunteering and serving and working and just coming to the services and worshiping and uh, listening and being involved in connect groups and all of that good stuff. We know that God is going to do a great work and we can't wait to um, hear and to see all of the things that he's doing through you guys and in you guys, um, whether it be through social media, through phone calls and text messages and FaceTime and Zoom calls and all of that stuff. We can't wait to keep continue to have community with you guys and continue to communicate and just talk together and pray for one another and encourage one another. Um, but man, we love you guys. And uh, you guys have any final remarks? If not, we'll uh, we'll put a put an end on this podcast. Um, well, kind of to echo what you were saying, Zach. Um, yeah, to all of the amazing students that are listening, we love you guys. And just because we're physically going to be gone doesn't mean that 
our presence won't still be felt in your lives. And so please, like, social media, like, keep up with us, like, text us, cool things that are happening. Like, yeah, just because we're leaving doesn't mean that we're, like, forgetting about any of you guys. Like, we still love you. We've all three of us poured our hearts and our souls into this ministry for these past years. And so, yeah, please keep up with us. And we're going to be keeping up with y'all through social media and everything. So, yeah, love y'all. Sweet. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I mean, we're excited for you guys. Uh, We hope you enjoy the rest of your summer and the fall school year coming up. And if you don't go to school and you're just working, hopefully you enjoy working (laughs) year-round. We love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. We hope you were encouraged by today's podcast. If you'd like to learn more about The Journey, check us out on Instagram or Facebook at The Journey LBK. Thanks for listening.